This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Kevin from the Extra Mile podcast and the Extra Mile podcast Jeff Galloway edition. And you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 192 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. We're back. We are back. I'm so excited I missed this. We're back in so many ways. And I'm so sorry for the delay and the... Lack of an episode last week. You did have my dulcimer tones in your ear last week if you listened to the feed. I, I did mean, I did throw something in there. You did, and I appreciate that. I do what I can to help. Yes. No. We have the travel crud yet again. Lucky mm. us. Lo and behold, if you are traveling and doing things, you have the potential to catch little bugs. And apparently we just like doing that. <laughs> We're collectors. <laughs> Apparently, that happened to us last week. So, so we we appreciate your patience. We do. And we're also back because I'm off the challenge. You're off the challenge. You- so much has happened. Okay, but it's not just you're off the challenge. You achieved. You met the goal. You made it to 75 days. Yes. And yes. I'm so proud of you and your accomplishment, and it must feel so good. Thank you. Actually, it does, and I really am so thankful for you and all your help. Aww. And everybody out in the Runcation Nation that would message me and, yeah. and help out. Josh was a huge help with yeah. giving me some workout advice and sending me some sending me a, a, a workout regimen I'm still doing, which is insane. And <laughs> if you... If your ears are ever burning in the middle of the day, Josh, it's because I'm cursing your name. Of course. Um, but having the having that done and, and achieving that huge goal, being able to now get back to our regular pattern of <laughs> six days a week of plant-based and one day a week having something that's not plant-based. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's awesome. I just want you to take a moment and appreciate the massive accomplishment that you have achieved. Uh, Meg, one of our patrons and member of the Runcation Nation, she and Brian texted me on the day I know. that you achieved your goal. They've been huge supporters as well. Yes. And, and they were so sweet when we ran into them at Epcot yes. and we were with them and they were saying, oh, we inspired them to do that. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just kept apologizing. But no, the, the challenge was great. Yeah. To do it was great. To be off of it is great. Yeah. So it's all great. And we have a lot to talk about and recap in the time since you achieved your challenge, we have a lot to recap and catch up on with our like, Rankation Nation. Yeah, I feel like we I feel like it's been forever and a day and it's just been an extra week. Yeah. We are gonna be talking about running, eating, and drinking this week. <gasps> we are, and I'm so excited. And it's all firsts for us. It is a first turkey trot in the Orlando area. Actually. Yes, we've never done a turkey trot. Outside of our own town. No, usually we'll go to Estero and we'll do the one by Elite Events, which is a, a great race. Yeah. Now, by all accounts, technically, I guess Estero, Florida is not our hometown. Okay. But we consider that kind of in the area. We so, traveled to it. Yeah. We traveled. This is a, an away yeah. event. And it's us taking some of our own advice. Mm. We've talked to people before and we've said, 
if you're traveling, look for races in your area that you're traveling to. Yeah. We were traveling and we did exactly that. Yeah. So we ran, thanks to the Track Shack, who has hosted our coach and America's coach, Jeff Galloway. And he's a big deal. Uh, yes. The you track may have heard shack, of him. The Track Shack hosts some very important running community members and so that they can share their wisdom and their advice but they also put on great races they do at disney but then not at disney and this one happened to be in the downtown orlando area seniors first turkey trot is a storied race with lots of tradition as well and we're going to tell you all about that and then we're going to talk about my first meal oh. after the 75 hard challenge. Yay! And spoiler alert, it's not plant-based. I, I don't think it's a spoiler. I think people knew. People may have been expecting this. Is that what you're telling I, me? I think so. If that's the case, then buckle up because it's going to be one heck of a ride yes. for both the eat and drink portion of oh the show. Oh, boy. Because we're bringing you a place that has been in Tampa's culinary scene for years and years, over 30 years. Time-honored tradition. Charlie's Steakhouse. Charlie's Steakhouse. And you have never taken me there when we have visited your hometown. I have now. Well, now, but you had never taken me there. No. Okay. We had not. Yeah. So we're going to be featuring that for both food and drink. Oh, yes. Tonight. Oh, yes. And, and fellow podcasters said, when I said we, this is how we were celebrating the end of the challenge, they said, get ready. It's, oh, they had been. Oh, yes. Shout out to oh, the Oh, I know who you're crew. talking about. Yeah. Shout yeah, out yeah. to Steph and the Dip Crew. Yes. They know where it's at. They know the food, the places to go in Florida. Yeah. The food in Florida, they are the experts. Yes. I'm excited but to dive into all of that. But first, we do have some shout-outs this week. Well, we had several people over the last couple of weeks do turkey trots. Uh, a fellow podcaster crew host from the Will Run For, they did the space coast races oh i'm so i want to do these races so bad number one i'm a space nerd erin celebrated her birthday from that and, cast of yes. characters and, and that looked like so much fun yeah i would have loved to have met, met up with them and done I that i know uh, I, bob is 65 and dopey over on instagram mm -hmm. he, he did that race oh, i didn't yeah. see that yeah yeah, uh, so a shout out to him, That too. would have been even more of a reason to go. Yeah, Man. yeah. Well, I think Greg in Orlando. Uh, I think there were a whole host of people from the Runcation Nation doing that race. And I remember I was working somewhere different at the time. So I was thinking, oh, there's no way that I could get off for that at all. Right. So it just, I it didn't even register on right. my radar maybe next year yeah we have no affiliation with that race what whatsoever but the space no. coast is one that we have eyeballed over the years the medals their medals that they give out are the size of hubcaps mm -hmm. they're amazing yeah and they're all space themed because of course it's space coast so it's of up course. in near Merritt island near cape kennedy or cape canaveral that kind of theming i think is just phenomenal and that so many people that we we know were there yeah oh they were so close i wish we could have met up but i'm glad that they had an amazing time I they know. achieved it congratulations yeah. everybody who did yeah. that race i am living vicariously through you and i am so jealous of you because I know. space is definitely my jam oh i see what you did there i was wondering are you kidding i tried but anyway i over the last week while we've been recovering, it has been, I have been remiss. And I tried to dig into Instagram. I tried to dig into Facebook. But I will tell you, if you do want a shout out on the shout out segment of our show, please feel free to email us that shout out for you or another member of the Runcation Nation at info at runeatdrink.net. That's yes. info at runeatdrink.net. 
www.thepowerofpowerpodcast.net or call and leave us a message at 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. Let's talk running. Yeah. So no surprise to anybody, but maybe a little bit. We can back up a little bit. Okay. We... Two weeks ago, we're, we're now two weeks outside of the American Thanksgiving holiday. Yes. And that Thursday that it always falls on, it began the weekend. And we were fortunate enough to have both Thursday and Friday off from work. Very lucky. And we elected, we said, we, we families made to plan other plans, their alternate plans this year. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to Orlando, and we're going to have just a, a holiday together. Yeah. And we're up heading up to Orlando. Mm-hmm. We're up there, and Amy is just furiously typing on her cell phone. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then I get a ding in my cell phone from our credit card that says, you've just registered for a race. Yes. I'm like, oh, that's what we're doing that's what we're doing yes we are running a race we're meeting up with fellow podcasters it's awesome it's going to be a whole thing yes so what literally this is how last minute we were we're registering the day before and we were still able to squeak in yes we were too late for t-shirts and their t-shirts were really super cool but we were alas too late for them and it's okay. That's okay. Yes. They were nice cotton shirts. and But we were not too late for a medal, which was awesome. So we registered for the Track Shack's Seniors First Turkey Trot, which, let me tell you, it's a Thanksgiving tradition now in its 32nd year. That's crazy. Yeah. And I can't, I don't know. I don't know why it, and I don't know why it is. I always view like a turkey trot as a super informal thing, not a lot of organization and all that. This is one that's been going on three decades. Three, over three decades. And they, they have it at beautiful Lake Eola, I think is the way that you say it. I think so. I think that's correct. E-O-L-A. If I mispronounce that, I'm sorry. And it's on Thanksgiving morning, and it's touted as a way, of course, like all turkey trots, for you to burn some calories before your magnificent Thanksgiving Day feast. Of course. And you can participate as a runner, a jogger, a walker. So many people dress in full costume, Thanksgiving-themed hats, shirts, skirts or like little tutus okay i wasn't this is not something we're really accustomed to the turkey trots we do here locally we don't get a lot of costuming i think there's a couple yeah but that's not there were a lot of costumes at i this mean one. it was and there were whole families running as the in the outfits they were running in these shirts that were all like the oh the my gosh nutritional yes. information that was for so great. mashed potatoes green beans sweet potatoes gravy i it was hilarious it, like, and they're all yeah. running and each one's a different color it was so cute and i think that they said to us as we were walking along the court i know i'm jumping ahead but i think that when we ran into them mm-hmm. and asked them for pictures yeah they said hey at the very beginning when people are registering and getting checked in for the race they have costume judging and then yes. they have turkey call judging and there was a family that then asked those same people that you just described in those nutritional t-shirts mm-hmm. to jump in and make the meal for them, and they won. Oh, that's so funny. It was awesome. And, and they had a turkey call contest, and the DJ was out there. It was great. They had snacks before. Yeah, and this, this neighborhood is part of Orlando. Now, you went to college in Orlando, but I was never down here. Okay, I was. And, and, uh, that was what I was going to ask. Is yeah. this an area you're familiar with? No. What a cool neighborhood. Yeah. This reminded me of some of the uh, more younger and happening neighborhoods in Atlanta when yes. I lived in Atlanta in, in the late 90s, early 2000s. It reminds me of part of even the Jeff Galloway race course. Very much yeah. um, like uh, Midtown, Midtown or, yeah. or the Virginia Highlands yeah. in the Atlanta area, if you're familiar with that. The park 
where we started that Lake Eola. So beautiful. What a beautiful park. It, mm-hmm. And the perimeter has a nice walking path that's that's paved. Mm-hmm. You have little gazebos and we got some great photos there. Yeah. But And there was holiday decor all around, like displays yeah. of trees and just all the different iconic holiday they did start their christmas decorating a little early it was all set up for thanksgiving day yes you know how i am i know how you are i don't decorate amy does not want anything christmas up before the thanksgiving turkey and i know that everybody has different philosophies and i agree with you on this do whatever their family tradition tends to be but mine is not until after Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Your role. Thanksgiving give, gets its day. Yes. Give Thanksgiving its due. 100%. Yes. So I even like the fact that in that neighborhood, you had, it was funny, like when we had to get down there for parking, mm-hmm. they had little apartment complexes in the oh, yeah. area all hired out like a, a valet company. So you'd pay to park mm-hmm. and then you'd park in the parking lot of, of the little oh, apartment complex. Complexes. As we're walking in, there's a little neighborhood brewery right there. Yeah, I which we need to go there. back and check out. I want to go back there. Yeah, it just I, a lot of stuff in that neighborhood was so cute. And I mean, then we did a live from the morning of the race. We did. So there were a couple people that jumped in and saw that. And I like the fact that the the race itself gives you a little bit of a variety of things you're looking at. So you get the park. Oh yeah. You've got a little bit of downtown. Or what looks like downtown. You're in like high rises, high rise apartments, some businesses, and then it goes back into the residences. Mm-hmm. So there's a great variety of what you're looking at. Yeah, it's it starts out by the park, and then you get into those, the, and they're little quaint, quaint little neighborhoods. Yeah, quaint little small houses, houses, small lots, but yeah. very cute, very just a gorgeous little. I don't want to call it artsy that's not really the right word but cozy cozy comfortable yeah cozy yeah. houses just fantastic what a fun and the neighbors were coming out to cheer people on yes which was so great it made me feel a little bit like oh it could be a little preview of donna for february exactly so so great exactly because they were on their porches some people had their dogs out a lot of people on the race course proper had um strollers and it was just a whole family affair. And I just, I, the the only thing I had to be careful of was that we were on these classic bricks, brick streets. Yeah. A, a lot of the neighborhood that we're running through is older neighborhood with brick roads. Mm-hmm. And this is our very first time running a race that took us through neighborhoods like this that had old brick roads for much of the race the, yeah this wasn't yeah. just oh we have a nice brick crosswalk here no no the whole road i mean it's yeah so interesting fun fact about uh, brick roads they're very durable and they don't give a whole lot no and they have a lot of built-in unevenness yeah but good news that next to the streets, for the most part, the entire way... Paved sidewalks. Paved sidewalks, Or yes. at least concrete sidewalks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you could... And then it was very well kept in terms of the on-course support and the officers that were making sure the streets were safe for us. Yeah, there was one water stop and mm-hmm. plenty of Orlando PD. Oh, yeah. I think that the Orlando Police Department did a phenomenal job of on-course traffic control. For sure. And the one water stop, I think, was about at about the midpoint, mm-hmm. and it was great. And yeah. then at the end of the race, plenty of water, plenty of post-race snacks. Oh, yeah. They had a whole truckload of Dole Bananas there. Porta potties. They actually, before, yeah. Before and after, it was very well organized. I, I was, would, would you expect anything like? It's that? funny. I I don't think that at any of the 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 turkey trots we've done in the past, they've had quite as good of a porta potty setup in general. Yeah, yes. this was very well done. They knew it, and then I I really liked the metal, which was square and black, and then had 
that kind of aqua text. Yes. And everything's, it's in relief. Yes. And the, the blackest, the recessed part, the turquoise part is, is the part that's popping out. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's got a nice representation of the park, which had yeah. that big lake. Mm, and, and, and the middle of the lake was this big fountain. Mm-hmm. The best thing I could describe is like the fountain at the beginning of Married with Children. Oh. That big fountain in the park lake. Mm. Then you've got the representation of the runners Mm -hmm. and then the turkey trot 5K and the other other textbook. And it's seniors first. It's designated as seniors first because the beneficiary of this race is, well, not just one cause, but Meals on Wheels is one they mention on their website at trackshack.com for this particular race registration page but it's all these programs that support seniors in the community that's fantastic so i just i love seeing that it's a good thing to get out there and support organizations that help those who need that absolutely in the community and and we we were happy to contribute at the last in the 11th hour yeah and we get there at the very beginning they get the dj going they got music Mm -hmm. it was a very party environment at the beginning oh yeah everybody carried that the dj even the the announcer commented on your guilt yes yeah and but everybody carried that positive vibe throughout the entire race and then the the post-race party kind of at the finish line Mm -hmm. i say party everybody's just hanging out and talking and waiting for family members and everybody was so nice yes very people during the race were talking to us and uh, let us pose for pictures with them and and just generally hey how you doing where are you from what are you what are your plans you got into lots of different conversations as we went along oh absolutely and this is what i think is so great we've talked about it before with members of the runcation nation sometimes you got to travel for the holidays sometimes you're traveling for whatever there's nothing wrong with looking to see what's going on in the place you're going to. Right. Grab a race while you're there. Yeah. This is a great example. A lot of people, as we learned, travel to Orlando. Oh, yeah. For Thanksgiving. Very much. Oh, my. Oh, yes. I had no idea. Mm. Growing up here all my life, it's I had a big thing. no idea. A big thing. And the fact that you could grab your phone look it up, find the race, register the day before, and still go be a part of it. Mm -hmm. How awesome is that? They were doing on-site registration. They were. A little bit. I don't know how many spots they had. They they sold out, but from what I can see on the website, but they had had some spots, and they were just directing people to the webpage to sign up and showing people how to do it. They were a well-oiled machine. Mm Mm-hmm expect no less they've had 31 years to practice so of course but yeah this was just a great example of being able to do that and i think it's a great opportunity for those that might consider traveling to the orlando Mm -hmm. metro area during the holidays there's options there for you Mm -hmm. and don't let you know the don't be scared off and don't neglect to look for those races and sign up in the area and they're not all at disney it's a lot of fun it really was it was really i had a, a blast so. so all this talk of running you know what it does to me it makes me hungry it i know really it really makes, makes you me hungry, hungry especially yes coming off of a 75 day challenge where i couldn't have any meat you were ready to embrace it maybe a little you were so ready to embrace it maybe a little yeah so, so we opted to go to a restaurant in the Tampa area. It's only about a 90-minute ride from the Orlando area to go to Tampa. And it breaks up the drive back home. It does break up the drive. However, there the place we're going to talk about tonight does have locations in Orlando. Yeah, two of them. Two of them. Actually. Or the Orlando metro area. area. And this is a place that is has been a, a Tampa staple for over three decades. Whoa. This is called Charlie's Steakhouse. And yeah. 
most people, when they think steakhouses in Tampa, one name comes to mind. That those that live in Tampa, however, or are from Tampa, like myself, yes, know that there's more than one name you should be thinking about. You have your finger on the pulse. This is the native-born son insider knowledge, and yes, hats off to patron of the show and our friend John who oh. reminded me there is this option as well. And I said, you know what, John, you're a hundred percent. Yeah. And I am so glad that he reminded me of this. Mm. We decided to go to Charlie Steakhouse to celebrate the completion of the 75 hard challenge. And this was my opportunity to break my fast from meat uh-huh. of any kind. 75 uh. days, no meat products at uh. all. Boy, did we do it the right way. Oh, we, we really did. We totally did. When you go to Charlie's, this location, everything about it screams a style of dining that Amy and I have talked about in pretty good detail over the last year. True. The classic American steakhouse. Oh, yeah. Like we a went lot to the... of dark wood. Yes. A lot. Dark wood, dark upholstery, just... These are places we frequented with our family when we were young. Yes. Our families... Growing up. Yes. 70s, 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was like stepping back into our childhood. Without feeling dated. Without feeling dated. It felt like tradition. It really... More so. Yes. Yes, we had absolutely impeccable service from the very beginning of our meal. Our Mm -hmm. server was, he knew the the menu inside and out. Mm -hmm. He knew everything by heart. Yeah. Uh, He was able to guide us through. We never would have had to look at a menu. He was great. But we did have menus to look at and we did make some selections. And Amy and I opted for kind of a variation on a theme. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you would say? That's what I would call it. We both opted for ribeyes. We did. In different ways, though. Yeah. Why don't you talk about yours? Okay. So. Are we going to talk about starters first? Well, we didn't. Or sides? Or do we we talk about sides when we bring talk about the. We didn't do starters because we didn't want to fill up on things prior to getting to the steak the steak was our goal the steak was actually the goal it was it was our but we did have a a, an absolutely terrific caesar salad we did Mm, charlie caesar with romaine hearts homemade housemade croutons and parmesan yeah the starter options are all seafood and they, and they look all sound amazing. Delightful. We've been told they're amazing. Yes. I Steph and the dip crew say the crab cakes are fantastic and everything else looked absolutely wonderful. We may have been it. coveting people's starters as they were coming out to their I mean, tables. Calamari, blue crab martini, oysters on the half shell, their wild, wild Florida gator. I yes. But we have done that before. We've made that mistake before. Yes. Eyes bigger than our stomachs. So we and didn't. Then we didn't want to not be able to finish our steaks. So, and a, C- a Caesar salad's very tempting for me. So, I, so I, we. I know. There are more flavorful salads. There are, are options that people can get that, yeah. that maybe are just more culinarily adventurous. I'm like you. I love a good Caesar. I think that oh. romaine lettuce, if it is appropriately ripe, is so crisp and has a mild sweetness to it mm-hmm. that it's unbeatable. Yeah. A good Caesar dressing mm. has the saltiness and the umami from the anchovy, anchovy. Yeah. without being overly fishy. And this Caesar salad was exactly what the doctor ordered. It had... Everything you could want, crisp, sweet lettuce, unctuous dressing that was nice and and that salty, nutty Parmesan cheese. The croutons. The croutons were were huge Mm -mm. and crunchy. Mm. I had, Mm. it was a fantastic Caesar salad experience. 
Now I'm with you. I uh, I'm a Caesar fan. Yes. So I we diverged at our selection of steaks. However, we did. We diverged, and it was rough for me. I they have two sections of they have an entire heritage ribeye section where they have Blue Creek Bison ribeye, Angus Bone in ribeye, they have American Wagyu ribeye, and then there's the 21-day prime dry-aged steaks. Yes, and they only have three of those. They have a dry-aged bone-in strip, they have a bone-in ribeye, and a porterhouse. Mm-hmm. And I, I love a ribeye. Amy is a ribeye fanatic. You guys know this if you've listened mm-hmm. to the show for any length of time. And... I, I just felt drawn to it. And I think that he described, our, our server described them very well. He says, if you get this, just understand that because of the aging process, there's going to be a, a unique char on this that's not on the ones that are listed under the heritage ribeyes. Yeah, it chars more quickly. Mm-hmm. So, and he also said, don't get this past medium rare. Right. Which we informed him that anything beyond medium rare is incorrect. For us, you do you, but for us, that's the the winning combo. And so I got the dry aged bone and ribeye, medium rare, as you said. And the the crust on this, he was spot on that it was just like the char, the smoke, and then you you cut into this steak, and it is perfectly medium rare. And tender on the inside and crisp on the outside. And it's just, you can taste, you can taste to that char. That's also due in no small part to the fact that all of their steaks are cooked over a wood-burning pit Mm. at 1,200 degrees using a combination of Florida citrus wood and oak. Oh, it was woodsy. It was meaty. It was awesome. So the dry age. Yeah. Does is it everything that they say? Does it intensify the beef flavor? Tell me the tell me what you think. Like you, you got to experience it firsthand. I feel like everything is brought up a notch by the the aging and the cooking process at Charlie's. I just the the crisp texture and i let you try some too yes i'm I'm not i I had a bite you had a steak i share it was just tender you could just the meatiness was intensified the the char gave that whole smoky angle it was great. I want to go back and I want to have the ones that are under the heritage ribeye to adequately compare. And, you mean like I had. But you had it, so I think you should talk about it. I only had one of them. Under the heritage ribeyes, they have three. The, like you said, the Blue Creek Bison ribeye, mm-hmm. the Angus Bone-In ribeye, yeah. and the Mishima Reserve American Wagyu. I don't get the opportunity to have bison very often. Yeah. Nor am I celebrating coming off of or succeeding in a 75-day challenge very often. True. So I decided to celebrate that with the Blue Creek bison ribeye. I don't know. Like, how is bison different? I think that a lot of people expect it to be like deer, and expect a gaminess to the, to the meat. Oh. And I don't think that's the case. Bison is more beef-like than it has a gamey quality. Mm. It, it is just leaner. So yeah. You would but not ex- super, super but lean. But not right? so lean that it's tough. So I think that I got the best of both worlds mm. where maybe... I, I didn't have the intensity of the beef flavor you did from yours. Yeah, it was pretty intense. But and I, the char was pretty intense. But I had a very beefy texture that was also very lean for a ribeye mm. while still having the tenderness yeah. that I want in a ribeye cut. 
Because a ribeye is so known for the fattiness, the, the combination of the meaty and the fatty. The intramuscular fat mm-hmm. yeah. is where it's at in a ribeye. Mm-hmm. And if you ever look at a cross-section and you're comparing these cuts, you'll see it. It's very plain. Yeah. And especially when you get into the Wagyu, there's a reason the Wagyu clocks in at $150 for the steak. Wow, yeah. And it's this is a celebration meal, yeah, to be clear. Yeah, to be clear. This is not an every dine out every day type place. No. I'd love to be able to. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> when, when we get as big as Joe Rogan, maybe one day, but oh. yeah, this was not that day. But the <laughs> the bison to me had an intensity of flavor and a tenderness. Yeah. That I really enjoyed. And it was so worth it. It was just probably one of the best cuts i've ever had period wow and this is the type of a steakhouse if you've ever eaten at say ruth's chris oh yeah it's that type of steakhouse where the the steak is served by itself Mm -hmm. you select your sides yeah and we had some sides oh we did oh we did we were warned or warned is not the right word we were advised if you will that the sides is where it's at here. And it's so true. We only had two sides. I mean. And we didn't finish them. I'm not taking away from the steak because the steak was amazing. The, the, steak, was the, the steak was the star of the show. Yeah. But it almost got upstaged by the sides and and let's talk about the two sides that we got because they have a whole host of them you could choose from we opted 10 as a matter of fact yes 10 different options for sides we only selected two yeah you could got you you could get a gratin potatoes bacon and cheddar mashed roasted garlic mashed you could get a baked potato all the way you could get Broccoli and garlic sauteed. You could get sauteed mushrooms. I wish I almost I almost thought about getting the sauteed mushrooms. Mm. Or cedar plank cauliflower, which looked amazing. That does look amazing. We did not get those. We did not. We got lobster mac and cheese. And the creamed corn. Oh. And I know you're saying to yourself, creamed corn. Did you not just come off a 75-day challenge where you ate plant-based the entire time? And who gets excited about creamed corn? Let me tell you, you will get excited about this creamed corn. Oh, my goodness. This creamed corn, let's start with creamed corn. Okay. The creamed corn is, a, I believe, a white corn that they grill on that open pit that i was talking about the 1200 degree so good they grill the corn they cut the corn off per order as we were told Mm -hmm. and then it's a combination of cream parmesan oh my gosh it's magical i know but wait there's more so they they whip that all together the cream the parmesan cheese and then they top our version oh my gosh with bacon lardon oh it, fatty it was so good delicious salty unctuous it was really good slivers slices of bacon it was it was just so good and if you had just the cream corn by itself it was delicious. You had the saltiness from the cheese, the the tartness. You had the creaminess of the the, the uh, cream. You had the sweetness of the corn, and then you had a little buttery. bit of the char. It was buttery. It was smoky. It was sweet. Oh, and that bite was fantastic. Then, if you got a bite and you took one of the slices of the lardon with that bite, it was Fatty. a completely different dish. It was fatty, smoky, bacony type of salty. Just, uh, it elevated everything, and then it added this punch of porky, bacony goodness. Oh uh, yes! And you're like, what just happened in my I, mouth? I don't. I just a party. It's a party. And then you're like, this is why. This side is $14. Yes. Again. It's, is, the, these are family size style sides that are big enough to share. Yes. But that's yes. the reason. That is the reason. 
but when you say family style, family size. They bring out a crock of this and they sit it on the table for the two of you to eat out of. Ugh. Or however many of you are there are there. You could, yes. But can we just talk about the tower that was the lobster mac and cheese? Okay, so we were told by our friends at the dip crew that the lobster mac and cheese is life-changing and that it was huge. Oh, yes. And I'm like, okay, great. Got it. It's going to be good lobster mac and cheese. Oh, no problem. Oh, then we get there. We order this thing. Oh, it is legitimately the size of a brick. It is a brick. It is actually cut to the dimensions matching a brick. It, It is. It's served in a crock. Uh huh. That had a Mornay sauce poured over it. It was, and it and was then topped with just this lobster, beautiful combination of herbs and lobster meat. Oh my god! And then thrown under a salamander for a couple of minutes just to get a nice <sighs> bubbly char on the edges. <gasps> and they bring this out to the table, and you're like, "This I is the biggest." chunk of macaroni and cheese i've ever seen in my life how do i dig into this and oh my god as you start digging into it it's mac and cheese perfection it's perfect it's not it you you see the char on the edges of this brick but when you when you get your spoonful or your forkful it is dripping with luscious cheese it is accompanied by tender lobster. Okay, and how much lobster would you say they put on this it's thing? It's got to at least be, I, I don't even know. I, I would say it's at least, this. it's at least like a, a six ounce lobster, like cold water tail. You think? It's a lot of lobster. I It was, and it was cooked perfectly. We never ran out of lobster. We didn't. And it's the kind of macaroni and cheese. It's not... There are many different schools of thought of of macaroni and cheese. I think this combines the best of all the worlds because it had that crispy kind of texture on the outside. Like you like my mom used to do. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. That I just love, love, loved about your mother's macaroni and cheese at Thanksgiving and Christmas. But... On the inside, it was tender, soft macaroni and cheesy goodness. Yeah. I actually said when we, when we had this, I said, I have finally found a macaroni and cheese that gives my mom's a run for its money. She never put lobster on hers ever. So, if I mean. Need to, if we need to have a little bit of your, uh, a throwback to your mom's mac and cheese, this is where we come to get it. Yeah. Yes. With a bonus. With a bonus of lobster. of lobster on it. Yes. Of course. Yes. I would get this again. Yeah. You'll see this in the episode artwork. Oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a reason. It's not that we're trying to make this the prominent item that we're featuring. It's that it's bigger than any of the other items that we had. It's, it's enormous. Enormous. Oh, yes. Enormous. But I can promise you that if you are a mac and cheese fan. You will love it. You are going to absolutely fall in love it with this dish. Yes. Get it. Just get it. And it's hard for me to believe that Charlie's, which is a, a small chain. Oh, a small chain. The restaurant group has a few other offerings yes. like Vito's Chop House, mm-hmm. like some, oh, there's some other options, but mm-hmm. Charlie's is their white tablecloth steakhouse offering. And I really like how they come to the table with the the cuts of meat and they take time to describe what you're going to get in each one if you order it. You do get a very nice instructional at the beginning, yeah. Yes. And it's a, it's a nice touch. I'm glad that they haven't gone away from doing that. Mm-hmm. And they did a phenomenal job. Our Indeed. waiter the entire time was masked up, Bill. but he great. did a great job from beginning to end yes. of guiding us through the meal. And then for dessert. <sighs> oh, 
Oh, I, it, it's that it's that butter butter cake. Yeah, they have something called a sweet butter cake. Ah, uh, this is just an ooey gooey butter cake that they do. Uh-huh. So think of this as a uh-huh. blondie. Oh, true. Yeah. Served with some Hagen dust vanilla ice cream. It is one of the most and some whipped cream. Approachable, delicious, just insanely good. I, I kind of simple dish, but you know what? That's okay. There are people who love chocolate. I was told the carrot cake was amazing. Salted caramel cheesecake. I'm and I'm a carrot. Everybody, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a carrot cake fanatic. But even I was like, let's go for the sweet butter cake. I just ah. on the inside, it was buttery and creamy, and then it had the crunchy kind of top, and then it was topped with that ice cream and the the, the caramel. The this is a vanilla caramel person fan's yes. dream right yes. here. I was very happy. And I know that you said, let's get this because you wanted to make me happy. Any of it was going to be good. I knew that. Yes. But I do want to try their carrot cake. I do too. And it looks phenomenal. Yes. They, they actually advertise the fact that theirs has pecans, pineapple, cinnamon, and a cream cheese icing, yes. which of course you have cream cheese icing, but the fact that they advertise <laughs> that it has pineapple tells me it's gonna be nice and juicy and sweet oh can't wait the meal was amazing it really was Um, now charlie's does have locations in tampa Mm -hmm. orlando and celebration florida yeah if you are going to be in the central florida area there really is no excuse if you're looking for a nice white tablecloth dining experience and you're willing to splurge a little bit Mm -hmm. we cannot recommend charlie's steakhouse enough i'd go back again in a heartbeat and charlie's steakhouse is part of the talk of the town restaurant group Mm -hmm. we are very interested to try out some of their other offerings and their other ips as well so hopefully we'll be able to bring you you some of their other offerings later on imagine it'd be nice but we're going to talk to you about the drinks that we had at Charlie's in just a second but before we go on we did want to take a moment to say thank you to everybody who has made a point to become patrons of the show over the last, well, couple of years. Yes, yes. We, we, we started our Patreon program two years ago. Yeah. At patreon.com slash runny drink podcast. We developed three different levels, the $2, $5, and $10 levels, and the response and the support has been phenomenal. We just got two new patrons. Yes. In this month. And th- it's so hard to believe. And each each patron level comes with its own special perks that we continue to add to and will add to in the coming year. Yeah. Uh, patrons get thank you messages from us. Insiders get a look behind the scenes and access to exclusive video footage, special interviews, sometimes before they're released in the podcast feed. We, we try to give the patrons who want to give a little bit more, we try to give them a little bit more. Yes. And we, our show, it will always be free. Always. This is, this is. Ultimately, it's a passion project, but yes. we are so thankful for those that are wanting to support us. And if you want more of the Runny Drink Podcast and want to support the show, check out patreon.com slash runnydrinkpodcast. Or if you're in the Podbean ecosystem, tap on the reward button right at the top of the Podbean app to become a patron. We put the same mm-hmm. patronage levels and perks all right there, so you don't ever have to leave Podbean if that's your podcatcher of choice. As always, we thank everyone for all the ways you support and continue to support the Runny Drink Podcast. So let's talk drinks. We, we yes, we were off the challenge, or I'm off the challenge. Off you the were challenge. off the challenge with me. Yes. We could have adult beverages. We could have beer. We could have. Liquor, we could have... Anything we wanted. Yes, wine, which we really need to get into in the next year of the show. We need people to help educate us about wine. But we chose 
to take the recommendation to go the martini route. Not only do our fellow podcasters recommend that, but our our server did as well. He did. Yes. And you Ugh. started with one that looked very interesting. It's it's listed on the menu as the Washington and then in in quotations steak apple. As opposed to Washington state. I see what so, they did there. So, but I'm bum. But or yeah. okay. So this is Pendleton Whiskey, Sour Apple Pucker, and Red Delicious Apples. And it comes to you, it is not like a green apple martini. It is a red, beautiful, beautiful burgundy red color. I don't know that I've ever seen a red apple martini ever. They're, I think they were on the menu once at a comedy show we went to at Universal. Oh, wow. You're you're going way back. But this was way, way back before the podcast, all that. We were there for like a comedy a, a comedy show. And I saw one. And, and this is so far beyond. Yeah. This, of course, it's in the classic martini glass. And it's not make your lips pucker. It is the sweetness of the apple and the smokiness of the whiskey. And they just complement each other so very well in that perfectly chilled glass. It was amazing. As I I, I do just a little. A little bit. Just a little. Yeah, I remember you letting me try this and I was surprised. I expected I have in my mind what every apple, green apple martini on the planet tastes like. Like it makes your lips pucker. It's yeah. kind of it's it's that sour. Leans into note. the sour thing. Yeah. Tastes like a like a like a sour apple um, Jolly Rancher. Yeah. This was the exact opposite of that. This really was emphasizing the flavor of red delicious apples, mm-hmm. and I was very. Very pleasantly surprised. Like this is something that, and a lot of times men won't order fancy cocktails like this because they don't want to be seen drinking something that seems froofy. It's just just the way it is. Guys don't do that. (laughs) A lot of guys don't anyway. And this is something, A, it didn't look froofy. B, it tasted it fantastic. It looked beautiful. It looked great. It tasted great. Yeah. I was very surprised. And for $13, you got your money's worth on that and there one. there was a little cherry in the bottom. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, I loved it. I know, of course, this whole entire meal, we've said over and over again, it is special occasion. It is indulgent. Yes. And again, if you're going out for mixed drinks at most any bar or nightclub $13 is well it's it's a lot but it's also almost table stakes for most mixed drinks at in in any time of a a nightlife scene Mm. in in a major metropolitan area okay so that's not too too bad yeah I went a different route tell us the route you went sir with your freedom I yeah. your your uh, ability to ha- to imbibe. I tend to default to things that are a little more brown liquor. So a lot of times I'll go with an old fashioned or a Manhattan bourbon. Sometimes a cosmopolitan, depending on what's offered. This evening I specifically went with their steakhouse Manhattan. Uh-huh. We are very familiar with a another restaurant in the Tampa area that oh, makes, yes. makes an amazing Manhattan. Oh, it's a Christmas tradition for us almost. And I wanted to see how this would compare. Yeah. And the the item that I got, the Steakhouse Manhattan, is the talk of the town Jack Daniels Private Reserve Single Barrel. Ooh. Sweet vermouth, cherry bark bitters, Candied steakhouse bacon and amarena cherry and orange twist. Mm. So, let's break this down. Yeah, talk, talk to us of the, about ta- this. the 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 Jack Daniel's Private Reserve Single Barrel. 
that is that that's a that's a single barrel Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey that's going to be a little more rye forward but a little bit more mellow because Jack Daniels tends to do the charcoal mellowing oh. on on their spirits. So you get a a very spicy flavor without a lot of burn. Ah. And that single barrel tends to be a little higher proof. Big fan. Sweet vermouth. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I like it in the context of a Manhattan. Yes. Cherry bark bitters. You think that this is going to taste a whole lot like cherry. Mm. It doesn't really. It's it, it's woodsy. It's, it's bitter. It, it, it gives you what you need. And then it's counterbalanced perfectly with the candied bacon that they use as a swizzle stick in this thing. Mm, yeah. So you get a stick of bacon that's been basically covered in probably brown sugar or, or a granulated sugar and then fired under the salamander in the oven. Yeah. And then they give you an amarena cherry, which is just a, it's a fancy maraschino cherry and, and an orange twist on a little, on a little. In fact, if you look at the, the photo for the episode artwork, you see the Charlie's logo on the, on the skewer. Mm-hmm. It's got the orange twist and the, and the cherry there. Ooh. This was a very well composed cocktail all in all. Yes. Um, I think that you had a night, a lot of nice rye notes, a little bit of a vanilla note from the barrel on the, the Jack Daniels. You had the sweetness from the vermouth, the, the bitterness from the bitters, the additional sweetness and smokiness from the bacon. I think this was a really good cocktail. You, the only thing that might have made it a little bit better for me would have been just a little splash of simple syrup. Oh. Personally. Really? Yeah. This this is a, a surprisingly dry cocktail given the the list of ingredients I just read I off. I see. So if you're ordering this, just keep that in mind. It's delicious. And if Mine you, was not. If you lean into it. No, but if, if you tend to lean into the brown liquors and you like something that's a little more woodsy, a little more oaky, this is going to make you very happy. But if you're looking for that sweetness, believe it or not, the the candied bacon, I know what they're trying for. They're trying for the, the candied bacon to be more of the like almost rock candy on a stick. Sweet, yes. It, it doesn't have enough sweetness to do that for the whole drink. Oh. In my opinion, I would give this one an eight out of a 10. Are you? I would get it again. Okay. But I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, know what you're going into. That's all. That's a good tip. Yeah. About the sweetness. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Versus, yeah. I had no complaints about these. The, I just think the Washington steak apple was very unique and delicious and very well done. I also thought mine was very well done. Mm-hmm. So please don't mistake what I'm saying here. Just, no, just no. If you're thinking it's going to be no. sweeter because of the candy bacon, it's not. That's all. Okay. But um, very, very good drink. Oh, yeah. And that one comes in at $16. So anyway. Mm. We have run. We have eaten. We have drank. Guess what that means? Oh, it's the end of the show. Yes. It's the end of the show. It is. Hmm. I am so glad that we were able to get back. Yes. And, and share this with everybody. Yes. We're still we're still coming back a little bit from this the travel crud, but we are so happy to be back and so glad to share our celebration and the turkey trot that we were able to run. And the amazing food and beverage from Charlie's Steakhouse yeah. in Tampa, Florida. But listen, do us a favor. We haven't asked you guys recently for a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts on your iOS device or iTunes on your PC and find us. Leave a rating and review. Tell us what you love. Tell us what you want more of and help us get discovered by more who love to runcation like all of us. Thank you so much for listening, for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, wherever you are, however you listen to us. We're so happy to be back with you. We're back. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe, stay well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.